moment. moment. Of clarity. Of clarity. Of clarity. What's happening, everybody? It's your man, Stefan G. And you are tuned in to another eclectic episode of Moment of Clarity right here on the Promise Life Network. Moment of Clarity and did you miss me? 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 Are we there yet? Did you miss me? It's been, well, it really hasn't been that long. I mean, it's been a couple weeks. It's been a long time for us. Yes. It hasn't been a long time for them. Right. But, uh. It's glad I'm glad to uh, see you again, young Mike, sir. How's it going? I'm doing fantastic, man. I just got back. Let's see. Since the last time you and I saw each other, I went to uh, Grenada and spent well, four days in Grenada. We saw we saw each well, other briefly. Yeah, yeah, briefly, but yeah. Since the last time we actually talked, talked. Gotcha. I've been to Grenada. I spent four days in Grenada, and then I went to Curacao and spent four great days in Curacao. And then next week, I'm leaving for a week in Dominican Republic, so I'm doing all right. You always go south, I've noticed. Yeah, well, I'm trying to clean up the Caribbean and get it all done. And then next year, <laughs> <laughs> next year we decided we're going to do all United States. Next year, we're staying oh, in the country. Oh, that'll gonna be fun. Yeah, we're going to see all those places that we always say, "Hey, I kind of want to go there and see that," and we're going to do that next year. Very interesting. Yeah. So. Did you miss me? Absolutely, man. So, so much. You could always bring me with you. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. But I'm glad to be back. Um, We've already had some great conversations. It's election season, so if you haven't registered to vote, I think it's too late to register. But if you are registered, go vote. Um, Vote for somebody. I don't care who you vote for, which is a lie. I do care who you vote for, but I'm not going to tell you. (laughs) Not on this show. If you want me to tell you who to vote for, find me on Facebook. He will. I absolutely will. Um, so, interesting show today. Of course, as usual, our uh, women compatriots are not here. And what is a compatriot? Hold on. I think I made that up. I think you did, too. No, compatriot. That's what I meant to say. Compatriot. Fellow citizens. So, yes, our fellow female citizens are not with us today. Slackers. Man, listen. <laughs> <laughs> you think I go out of town a lot. Joy and Tina are out of town a lot. I know. All the time. Why does everyone hate Orlando all of a sudden? I don't know. Orlando's awesome. And it's about to be Christmas time, so it's about to be a lot more awesomer. I'm sorry. Did I say the, the C word a little too early? Yes. I have to wait two I more weeks. I might have to walk out right now. <laughs> Hey, pumpkin spice, okay? That's all I got to say to you. I really will walk out right now. (laughs) Mike hates pumpkin spice. My girlfriend loves it, though. Really? I mean, obsessed with it. Oh, man. I've gotten her butt, and I caved in, and I got her, like, pumpkin spiced bagels. And yesterday, I was at Fresh Market, and I got her pumpkin spice pretzels. Oh, my God, you're in love. You bought pumpkin spice anything? It's disgusting. (laughs) I was like, well, I have to get that for her. I saw pumpkin spice spaghetti sauce. Yeah, that's gross. <laughs> well, I mean, when they had pumpkin spice buffalo wings, that was it for me. Yeah, that was it. I saw you post that. Yeah, <laughs> I was done yeah. with it. So today on today's show, um, we are, it's an interesting little topic that we've brought up. So you'll hear people all the time 
talk about just how hard it is to be a Christian. And we figured, you know what? You don't really hear people talking about how easy it is to be a Christian. Right. It's something you rarely ever hear people talk about is how easy it is to be a Christian. Well, I mean, you Googled it. Yeah. And (laughs) nobody had that. I literally typed in why it's easy to be a Christian. And all I saw was being a Christian is hard and it's so difficult. And one one link even said, if you think it's easy to be a Christian, you're probably not one. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) So we wanted to talk a little bit today about why it's easy to be a Christian and we want to talk about why it's hard to be a Christian because there's some difficult aspects to Christianity, but I really think people put a little bit too much emphasis on the hard parts of Christianity and they don't talk about the easy parts of Christianity. When you think about it, you think about how you listen to pastors and you'll, you know people will be preaching a message and they'll you know, talk about salvation, and they're trying to get people to join the team, right? I think about a salvation message as I'm trying to get you to join our club, right? And one of the first things I talk about is how easy it's going to be and how great it's going to be and how wonderful your life is going to be. And then once I actually get you to join the club, I completely change and tell you how hard it's going to be and how (laughs) difficult it's going to be and how you're really going to have to work really hard because it's a job that I've now signed you up for. And that's not fair, first of all. Yeah, although that's kind of what we're doing today. (laughs) Yeah, a little bait and switch. (laughs) But that's exactly what people do. They tell you, oh, it's so great and wonderful, and God's going to change your life, and he's going to make everything better. And then you say, okay. And they're like, by the way, don't do this, and don't do this, and don't do this, and don't do this. And things are hard, and you got to work hard. It's funny. I remember talking to a friend of mine, Natalie. And her mother was actually having that kind of conversation with somebody about Christianity. And they were talking about how, you know, it's difficult and it's hard and I got to keep myself in control and I got to stay on this. And if my prayer life isn't just right and I got to wake up and pray for a few minutes in the morning and I got to make sure I'm praying at lunch and praying before I go to sleep and keeping my mind focused on God. And Nanny was like, that sounds like a job that nobody wants. <laughs> she was like, if somebody offered you that as a job, even if they were paying like $125,000 a year, you wouldn't take it. You would not take the job. Yeah. But that's what we say Christianity is. So we wanted to focus a little bit on what's so easy about Christianity. What is something that's easy about Christianity, Mike? What makes being a Christian easy? Well, the first thing that came to my mind is you don't have to earn it. Yes. It's a, you know, it's a gift. It is. Christianity is a gift. And a lot of people don't, people who aren't Christians don't realize this sometimes. I know. You know, they think that Christianity is something that you, I have to follow all the rules or it doesn't work for me. Right. Right. I mean, it's a very hard concept for human beings to accept because most things in life are not like that. Right. You're, we tell our children this all the time. Nobody's going to give you anything in life. You have to work for everything you get. You have to earn. And then, you know, later on in life, we're like, but this, this whole eternal salvation thing, you don't have to earn that. Yeah. And it's not like a list of steps right. you have to follow specifically to get your salvation you know in buddhism that's what they have they have the eightfold path that leads to enlightenment right that's not what christianity's like it's not and i remember in my younger christian days asking somebody just tell me what the steps are tell me the 14 things i need to do and make sure i do 
so that I can be a good Christian, whatever that means. Um, and I was looking for that. I was looking for a way to earn my way into Christianity. And I think a lot of people today find it difficult to express their Christianity because they're trying to earn it. Right. You know, but that's one of the easy parts of Christianity is you don't have to earn your salvation. You don't have to earn this relationship with Christ. I don't have to impress Jesus in order for him to be my friend. I don't have to tell good jokes. I mean, that's good because your jokes are, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, and, and it's, it's like you said, it goes in, it's completely the opposite of what we've been taught and everything yeah. else in our lives. But I think that's a good, good answer. We yeah. don't have to earn. It's what, this is one of the answers though, that can almost go on the hard as well. It can almost yes. go in easy and hard. It can. So we'll have to bring this back up in the second half of the show and talk about why that part of it's hard. Right. But I mean, just the idea that you don't have to earn it, that it is a gift does make it easy. Like receiving a gift on Christmas is pretty easy for the yeah. most part. You're absolutely right. If you look at it that way. And and I, I use that as an example with some people that I talk to about Christianity. Um, and I let them know it in the same way that if I gave you $100, I was giving you a gift and I now have, you know, it, it's just yours and you can do with it as you please. So is your salvation. You know, once you've received this gift from Christ, it's yours. It belongs to you. Right. And there's not anybody that can take it away from you. Now, you can throw it out, but there's not anybody that can take it away from you. So I like that. It's, it's, you don't have to earn it, right? I am my favorite, so we'll go to the next one. So okay. my favorite aspect of Christianity, the thing in my mind that makes Christianity so easy for me is I get to screw up. Yeah. I get to mess up. I grew up in a lifestyle and in a home where messing up was not an option. Really? Yeah. When I grew up, I grew up in a home where, you know, it wasn't okay to just vacuum the floor. You had to vacuum the floor so that the marks that the floor that was on the carpet were visible and symmetrical. <laughs> and if you Man. had footprints going through those marks, then you had to revacuum them so that the marks were unblemished. <laughs> Does that give you nightmares? It, it doesn't. Not anymore. It used to. It was pretty bad. It was pretty <laughs> bad. But moving into a place where my relationship with the creator of the universe allows me to screw up yeah. often and badly. And there's no condemnation for my screw up. There's no, um, sometimes there's punishment. There are consequences for everything, you know, but the punishment is not necessarily a punishment because you screwed up. It's more of a reactionary consequence to whatever it was that you might've done, you know? So if I throw my shoe across the room, I have to go get my shoe. I yeah. have to get up and walk and go pick it up if I want it. Um, that kind of thing. But the fact that you were able to screw up without the dire consequences. It's yeah. like it's like it's like getting a cheat a cheat code in a video game where you exactly. have unlimited lives. Exactly. I have unlimited lives. <laughs> unlimited um green mushrooms like in Mario. <laughs> <laughs> I'm invincible. Yeah. It's a little star. The little star that turns into a rainbow <laughs> but it's true and and that's one of my favorite aspects of christianity is that i get to mess up and i really hope if if you're listening to this show i really want you to kind of take that one in because so often we can treat christianity as if we must be perfect as if every time we mess up 
you know, Jesus is up there with a clipboard going, oh, there's another one, I guess. Well, I don't know if he's going to make it because, you know, you only get 14 times to mess up and he's on number 12, you know, and it's just not like that. It's not like that at all. I don't know how anyone can live like that. But <laughs> They I, I, don't. Yeah. That's the thing. They don't live. They're right. in a constant fear of not making it and not doing well enough. It's awful. Yeah. Um, I, I believe, too, that there are people that don't go to church that used to because of that reason. Oh, for that, sure. That they used to go to church. They feel like they've screwed up so much that they just can't go back. Yeah. That it's too late for them. Yeah. Or and you'll they, get those people that are like, I got to clean my life up first. So I, all this stuff I'm screwing up at right now, yeah. I got to fix it and get it right first before I can either go back to church or go back to God. Yeah, and that's the opposite. And, I mean, that's what the whole story of the prodigal son is about. Yeah. That he screwed up and he didn't get his life back and then went back to his father and said, I fixed it. He was desperate and he had screwed up so much that that was his only option. Yeah. But that's what we're supposed to do. And, and the thing is, it makes our Christianity more about it, it makes it about the screw-ups you know what i mean and so now our entire faith is based on our screw-ups instead of our entire faith being based on the fact that we get to screw up like i've screwed yeah. up a lot a whole lot i mean more than anybody could probably count and there's been some big ones too like <laughs> some not safe for work <laughs> screw-ups you know um go on <laughs> but i appreciate the fact that i get the opportunity to screw up now and not that I'm going out to screw up on purpose right but even if I did that's okay too even if I go out to screw up on purpose that's okay too and not okay in the sense of oh everybody should go up and screw up as much as they possibly can but in the fact that it's not held against me because right. we're human and we all screw up and you know let he who is without sin cast the first stone kind of thing right so that could lead to the next one, I think, which would be freedom. Yes. Oh, the freedom of Christianity is fantastic. It is. It really is. Like, and people, it's weird because people see Christianity as limiting, right? They see it as limiting because they're like, well, you can't do this and you can't do that and you can't do this. And all of that's not true. I can do all of those things. You know, I, I just think about the fact that in, you know, if we weren't Christians, say we were Orthodox Jews, we would not be able to record the show today because it's Saturday. You're right. And we would have to be um, in our house looking at the wall. <laughs> yeah. Or at synagogue <laughs> or something. Yeah. yeah. Like it, there's so much freedom in Christianity. There's so much ability to live and enjoy life in Christianity. There's so many spaces and places where you can just be your authentic self. That's one of the things that Christ wants out of us the most is for us to be our authentic selves. There are certain moral principles that are guidelines to, sh and, and a guideline, we think about a guideline as a rule that we must follow when if we don't follow it, it has intri intrinsic punishment associated with it. But a guideline is exactly what it says. It is a guideline. It is a line that guides you in a certain direction, right? Yeah, and you're going to want to go in that direction because you now believe. Exactly. And when you believe in something, that means you entrust your life to it, and you're going to want to go in that direction. That's what Christianity is about. Right. Changing your desire to go in the better direction. But it's not, but there's freedom in that because you have chosen to go in that direction, and you can screw up. Yeah. 
And I think the freedom aspect is a part that people, a lot of people lose. And so what happens is people don't see the freedom, but they don't see the freedom because they didn't take into consideration another part of Christianity that I think is easy or makes Christianity easy. And that's the fact that it's a choice. Christianity is a choice. And a lot of people don't see the freedom because they they feel obligated to choose Christianity. They feel forced to choose Christianity or they choose Christianity because that's what their parents were. And they they haven't taken the time to kind of break away from their Christian lifestyle for a little while and really decide they haven't had the prodigal son moment. The prodigal son broke away, went out, took his money, lived his life the way he wanted to live his life. Right. And then got to a place of, yes, it was desperation, but it was still a choice a place where he chose to come back, right? And so a lot of us in Christianity have not accepted the fact that Christianity is a choice, and so we can't really embrace the freedom of Christianity, and we see it as hard and stringent and and overbearing and restrictive because we didn't choose it. It's like you said earlier, you're choosing to go down this guideline. You're choosing a different path. And when you choose that path, Knowing that you've chosen it is what makes it so easy. Now it's not restricting anymore because right. it's freedom because I chose it. Yeah, that's real, and that's what and that's what God wanted. That's what Jesus constantly talked about. He wanted you to go this way from your from your own free will. Yeah, you know, not out of obligation, not out of out of coercing, not out of some feeling that if you don't. Somebody asked me on Facebook the other day. They were like, so. We were talking about Christianity and they were trying to get me into one of those why they don't believe Christianity is real conversations. Mm-hmm. And I was keeping it real lighthearted. I was not going in there with them. Yeah, and it's I a was, totally different conversation. <laughs> yeah. And I was telling them, I was like, they were like, so you do what's right because you're afraid of going to heaven or hell. And I was like, no. I was like, there's a lot of different reasons I do what's right. Just like there's a lot of different reasons I do what's wrong. But at the end of the day, they're all choices. Yeah. They're all choices that I've made. And that choice is what gives me freedom. You know, when I feel like I must abide under a certain subset of rules or a certain societal construct or a certain way to do things, I've lost that freedom. And now I, I my Christianity is not easy anymore. Right. So we have to go back through the list now. OK. Yeah. So we said you don't have to earn it. That's one. Mm-hmm. One reason. One thing that makes Christianity easy, why it's easy to be a Christian because you don't have to earn it. You don't have to earn your love. You don't have to earn acceptance. You don't have to earn salvation. You don't have to earn any of this. It's a gift given to you freely, right? Um, another thing that makes it easy to be a Christian is you get to mess up. You yep. get to screw up as many times as you can. Um, hopefully you won't screw up on purpose, but even when you screw up on purpose, those are wiped away as well, you know? So you get the opportunity to mess up. Um, the Another way reason that it's easy to be a Christian is you have freedom. Right. Mm -hmm. Freedom. There's no uh, there's no absolute you must do blah, 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 blah. And all of these kind of tie in together. Yeah. Um, But you have this intrinsic freedom because you've made which comes up with another one. The next one is because you've made a choice. You've made a choice to go down a certain path. And so now you have the freedom to do or not do whatever it is is required on that path. All right. Right. I just remembered uh, one more. It's really important. Yes. And that is we know the outcome. We That's know right. the ultimate outcome. Exactly. One thing that makes Christianity easy. Now, this is if you believe. Yeah. You have to be a believer. If you're on the fence and you're not sure if Christianity is a thing that you believe in, then this will go into the hard category for you. 
Right. But one of the reasons that Christianity is easy or it's easy to be a Christian is because you know who wins the game. Mm-hmm. You know how it turns out. At the end of the day, we know Jesus wins, Satan loses, everything's going to be paradise. We're going to end up in heaven and it's all going to be great. And that makes whatever comes your way, any trials, tribulations, uh, circumstances, situations, problems, concerns, all of those things that come at you, there's this, as they like to say, light at the end of the tunnel that says, but at the end of the day, I'm going to end up in heaven. So Yeah, and that means even death really doesn't have control over you. Exactly. I mean, because I mean, when you think about a human being, that's usually one of the worst things. Yep, that's the end of the day. Yeah, but if you're a Christian and you believe that's not the end of the day, then even death doesn't stop the ultimate outcome. That's right, because even after death, I'm still going. Yep. I wonder if they got radio studios in heaven. I have no idea. I wonder if I can still do my show once we get to heaven. I don't know who I would talk to because we'll all basically know everything. (laughs) We'll all have infinite sight into the past and the future. I mean, we could do a show on what heaven's going to be like. That's a whole other conversation. So, yeah, those are the things that make it easy to be a Christian. Um, And and I really we wanted to do that part first because we wanted to overcome this this stereotype that Christianity is so hard and so difficult and it's just it's just oh my god it's just work and it's a problem and it's an issue and it's really not guys Christianity is probably one of the easiest things you'll ever choose to do but the key is you got to choose to do it if you've chosen Christianity not if you decided Christianity is the only way that's going to go because you don't want to end up in hell, but you've chosen Christianity because you believe in what the Bible says and you believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross, rose on the third day, sits at the right hand of the Father in heaven, then it makes it easy. It makes it so easy. And so when we come back, we are going to talk about some of the things that make Christianity a little more difficult, or as I like to call, the opportunities (laughs) in Christianity. Uh, Moment of clarity, Stefan G. will be back in a bit. I know it's just business, I get that. But don't forget the witness when you spit that. Share Christ more than privately in chit chats, or there'll be worship in the ground where you live at. It's easy to get lost in the fame instead of how to Want to never miss an episode of Moment of Clarity? Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google, or tune in. Moment of Clarity, it's your man, Stefan G. And we are talking about why it's so easy to be a Christian, right? And we're talking about why it's so hard to be a Christian. And so we we brushed up on why it's easy to be a Christian. We talked about, you know, you don't have to earn it. You know, we talked about you get to screw up. We know who wins the game. You get the freedom. You get choice. And so now we can talk about what everybody else on the internet is talking about. <laughs> Apparently everybody thinks Christianity is the hardest thing you've ever done in your entire life, right? I guess this is it almost goes into easy because it's easy to talk about. Apparently. Yeah, there you go. It's easy to talk about how hard Christianity <laughs> is. We, wis- we missed one on our little list because we didn't want the list to be so long. Persecution could have been added to that list too. Of Christian persecution of why it's hard to be a Christian. Oh, okay. You know? I, I don't know how much why it's easy. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I don't know how much real persecution we experience here in America, but some people are experiencing real persecution. Yeah. Um, so why is it hard to be a Christian? I'll, Mike, why is it so hard to be a Christian? What's so hard about Christianity? Well, 
in the in the first segment we were talking about why it's easy and one thing we said was that we don't have to earn it yes and this is actually also why it's hard because it's hard for us to accept that yes that concept it is very hard for us as human beings to wrap our minds around the fact that this is something that's just given to us that we don't have to earn this is something that is just a gift that we don't have to work for, we don't have to prove ourselves for, we don't have to show ourselves worthy to receive it, we don't have to go through this checklist of attributes in order to be deemed the appropriate recipient of this gift, it's just given. All you gotta do is confess and believe and it's yours. And you know, this just came to me now, but I think that's hard for us because of pride. Ooh, because tell me about that. (laughs) We want to be proud that we've earned something. That's part of our human nature to earn something because it strokes our ego. Yeah, we want to show, look what I've done. I built this. I created this. I earned this. I, you know, we look at our paychecks. Remember your first paycheck? You're like, I earned mm -hmm. this. This is mine. And that's so embedded to us, especially in this culture. And Christianity is the direct opposite of that. It's you didn't earn this at all. Nope. Not only did you not earn it, you really don't deserve it. Yeah. You know? And human beings, because of our egos and our pride, we cannot accept that. And I think, oh, we're going to have to do another show just on this topic. You know that, right? <laughs> because there's so many layers to it. Not only is it about pride, but then we go into an, a near depression when we think about the fact that we don't really deserve to get what we're being given. You know yeah, what I'm saying? It's because true. it's the truth that we don't deserve this. Everything I've done says you shouldn't give this to me, yet you've decided to give it to me anyway. Now I focus on me and how bad I am and how awful I am and how I don't deserve it and how I shouldn't have and, it, and I know, reject it. And that has been happening through the history of the church. There have been move, movements based on the idea that we should be so depressed and hate ourselves, Yeah, and some of them actually beat themselves physically absolutely because they understood they didn't deserve it and they couldn't wrap their minds around the concept that it's a gift right because it's our pride so it's fact, in a way the fact that we don't earn it is easy and hard yes <laughs> so it makes it easy because we don't didn't earn it and it makes it hard because we didn't earn it and we've been taught that in order to get something we have to work for it Yeah, we've been taught, especially in American society, American society is the motherland of you must earn your way to the top, work hard, pull up your bootstraps, all of that kind of stuff. And you work your way to the top. And if you work hard, you know, if you eat your vegetables and do good in school and work hard, you'll be a success, which isn't a bad thing culturally. Right. But it Christianity is not about that. Exactly. And that brings us to another reason that it's difficult to be a Christian And that goes into what we've been taught as a society. We've been taught so many different things that are directly adverse to what Christianity wants us to experience, right? We've been taught so many different things. And I think one great area of this is sexuality, right? Oh, so I was thinking the same thing. We've been taught that sexuality is so bad and so wrong and so awful. And on the flip side, (laughs) we've been taught that it's so great and so magnificent and should be shown everywhere at all times. The two extremes. The two extremes. And so we can't find the happy middle ground. 
where sexuality is not a bad thing and it is something that God placed inside of us, yet it does not need to be on display at all points in time and it's not made for anybody and everybody all the time. Right. And you know, when you talk about sexuality is a great point, all you have to do is watch up any sitcom. Oh, yeah. And it basically teaches you that the open sexuality concept is okay. And I was thinking, you were saying earlier that we... We in American Christians in America don't really have real persecution, you know, relatively speaking to right. like the early church or other parts of the world. But our persecution is that the culture is different. We're taught Christianity is different from what the culture teaches you, like you said. Right. And in a way, that's kind of a persecution because you get so much pressure to fit into the culture it can be some of the worst because yeah. you, it's almost like a subliminal persecution yeah it's you an know internal yeah because you're you're being taught every day as you grow up internally divisive things you know what i'm saying things that are internally divisive from what christianity desires for you and what you desire for yourself and so one of the things that can make christianity so hard is what we've been taught in our society which goes into, and I, gl- I love the way these connect, which goes into another reason that Christianity can be difficult, which is our sin nature. Yep. The internal divisiveness between what we want for <laughs> ourselves and what Christ wants for us. Yeah, which is why the, the persecute the cultural aspect is hard because that plays on our sin nature. Right. And so our sin nature is telling us to do one thing, and Christianity is like, no. That's not what you're supposed to do. Exactly. You have the freedom, you have the choice, but because you're a Christian, you want to choose the right thing and choosing the right thing's hard. And it goes back to the freedom aspect because, um, and I'm put on my, my teacher's badge here for a second, but a lot of people don't understand the aspect of freedom that Christianity really provides you with. So when you were saved, right? When you accepted Christ into your heart and you decided to confess and believe in Christ as the savior of the universe, you were immediately ripped apart from your quote-unquote sin nature. We still use that term, but you were enabled to be ripped apart from your sin nature. It was thrown out of you. You were implanted with the righteousness of Christ. The righteousness of Christ was basically stuffed into your spirit, man, right? However, there is still this entity called sin that desires for you to to hang out with it all the time and have fun, right? And so, you know, um, even I believe it was Paul that still that had the same thing. He said, I don't do what I want to do. I do what I don't want to do. It's this thing mm-hmm. called sin in me, sin that yeah. still dwells in me. You know, this sin that dwells within me, this flesh that's keeping me divided, right? And so it's the same thing. We have the freedom because we have been implanted with Christ's righteousness. Mm-hmm. His righteousness is our righteousness. So we have the freedom, but we also have to deal with this entity called sin that wants to divide us so that we're more concerned about us. We're more concerned about what we can't do because I want to do what I want to do when I want to do it. Yeah, I mean, it's a battle. Yeah. And battles are never easy. Not at all. Not at all. So we've got earning it is still easy and hard, right? We've got what we've been taught in society is is is, inf- is infecting us. I'll say yes. it like that. <laughs> yep. um, and then it keeps us divided in our sin with our sin nature or this entity called sin that desires to dwell within us. And then also another aspect that makes Christianity more difficult is having to have faith. Yes. Having to have faith. And when I say having to have faith, I don't mean having hope and I don't mean having wish. I mean, having to have faith. Faith is 
basically uh, a real short, easy definition of faith is doing what God said, right? Mm -hmm. So God said to you, I want you to tithe, right? And going out and actually believing that that's what's best for you and having faith that this is what's going to bring about the best outcome for your life and doing that thing can sometimes be a little difficult. Well, yeah, because, I mean, for one, you're believing in the unseen. Right. Not only because God is not, you know, is unseen, but also the outcome is not seen immediately. Exactly. It's a long-term thing. And that's extremely difficult for us to believe in the unseen, especially because as human beings, our nature is to believe our eyes. That's right. To believe our senses. Mm -hmm. And Christianity tells us this time, maybe not believe your senses. Right. Believe something deeper. Exactly. And that's, that's can be difficult. It can be difficult to wrangle yourself into that place. But ultimately, and and all of these aspects, all of these things that we've said, they ultimately come down to one thing, though, Mike. One thing. One thing. To me, there's one thing that makes Christianity hard. And to me, that's us. Mm -hmm. We make Christianity more difficult than it actually is. And it's because of all of these things that we've talked about. Because of what we've taught and what we're teaching ourselves, because we we don't recognize it as a choice, because we don't embrace the freedom of it, our ego, because we have our ego and our pride, pride because we we instead of just having faith, we turn the word faith into the word hope, and so we're putting hope on all of these things that God didn't ever say, and so they don't come true, and now our faith has been dwindled and blah 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 blah, <laughs> yeah. you know, and so all of this is really it really sums up to us taking our time and dividing the scripture. And understanding what God is actually saying, finding sound teaching. And, I, and I'm not saying sound teaching in the sense of, oh, you go to this pastor and that pastor. But, you know, really being able to, to listen and, and say, there's something interesting about what they're saying. And I like the way it sounds. But let me go see. Mm-hmm. Let me go see what the Bible says about this thing. Let me go see what the commentary says about this thing. Let me go read some books that some other people have written about this same topic so that I can come to a conclusion. Not just I take your conclusion, yeah, but I come to my own conclusion well, that about what easy. that is. Just saying, is <laughs> coming to the other conclusion would be easy, but you have to. Yeah, it takes work. It really does, which is hard. And that, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Another one to the list. And that's one of the things that makes Christianity difficult. You know, I was I was just thinking too. This is why I think it was important for us to do both right. easy and hard. You can't focus on just the easy and you can't focus on just the hard because some of them are related. Yes, they really are to each other. And even when I say you don't want to do the work, I'm I'm not picturing it as turmoil and toil. You know what yeah. I mean? It's not hard work. It's easy work. It's I just show up and it's there. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to just show up and it's there because I've got so many things that have impacted me in my life along the way. That I'm now thinking and wondering and considering and changing and da 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 da. I've got to change my mindset and renew my mind every day and all of this other kind of stuff. When I can just say, I believe. Mm-hmm. I believe. I and, believe. Yeah. And that goes back to what you said that it's easy to say, I believe, but it's hard because we make it hard. Right. We get in the way of ourself. Right. And we have to, and, and we have to make a choice. It becomes, and if I can say anything about this topic, if you want your Christianity, if you're, you want your Christian life to be easier, make it about choice. Make it about you making the choice. 
And I don't mean that one choice. I mean every choice, right? So everything that comes up in your life that you believe this is a hard part of being a Christian, pull it back and decide a ch- and make a choice. Make it a choice. Don't make it an obligation. Don't make it I feel like I have to. Don't make it a I think this is the right thing to do. Don't make it a it's all going to go bad if I don't do it like this. It's a real choice. I weigh the positive. I weigh the negative, And I choose this is the route that I'm going to go down. And because I make that choice, I accept whatever benefits that come with it or I accept whatever bad consequences that come with it, you know, because it was my choice. I agree. And and if you're having difficulty in your Christianity, if you feel like Christianity is just so hard to execute, it's probably because you haven't really chosen to believe. Ooh. It's probably because you haven't really chosen to believe and you haven't taken the time, and it really goes into the faith thing. You haven't taken the time to understand what faith is. Faith is not hope. I cannot say if you get, uh, let's say your car crashes tomorrow. You get into a car crash and your car's total. You're fine, but your car's gone. And I say, I have faith that God is going to give you another car. No, I hope that God is going to give you another car. But until God says, I'm going to give Mike another car, there is no faith. Right. Because faith is what God says, you know, faith come by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So faith is what God says. And so if you're finding it difficult to walk in your Christianity, I encourage you to choose to have faith, choose to believe what God has said about you for your life. And that is in his word and in his personal communication with you. Choose to believe have that freedom of choice or choose not to believe. I give you that as well. Choose to believe or choose not to believe, but either way you're making the choice and now you have that freedom that makes your Christianity not so difficult. I mean, if you choose not to believe you're going to hell, but other True. than that. <laughs> <laughs> but in, 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 even in the everyday little things, if I choose not to believe that God's going to give you a new car, even though he said he's going to give you a new car. Right. God says, I'm going to give Mike a new car because he crashed his car and I choose not to believe that. And now my life is difficult and I'm worried and I've got problems. And Well, I have to accept that those are coming because I chose not to believe what God said he was going to do. And it really is just that easy. Ah, ah. See what I did there? (laughs) Ah, it's just that easy. Clever. So I don't know what we're going to talk about next time, but I do want you to go to iTunes and give us a five-star review. I do want you to go to Spotify and subscribe to the podcast. I do want you to go on Google Play and iHeartRadio and give us five stars there and subscribe to the podcast. You know, you don't have to only subscribe on iTunes. You can subscribe on iTunes and iHeartRadio and Spotify and TuneIn and Google Play. And Stitcher. And Stitcher and Spreaker. Yeah. You can subscribe everywhere. No excuses. None whatsoever. Listen, I appreciate y'all coming in. Moment of clarity. Stefan G. Catch y'all next time.